welcome. Welcome. The first time we've ever filmed two episodes a night. We're wasted. Yeah, we're wasted. What's good with you? This is another episode of Getting Literate, and I'm Katie, and that's Julia, and I'm Julia. <laughs> <laughs> we are lit. We're lit. Uh, we're literate, maybe. We're making content TV for all y'all who are listening, all fucking three of you. Um, yeah. We're here with Catcher in the Rye. This is the only way Katie was going to be able to do this book. Drunk. And we are not drinking rye, although we considered it. But our boy Holden, the main character of Catcher in the Rye, he keeps ordering his little scotch and sodas, and he says it's his favorite drink. So you want to know what? We had a scotch and soda. We had a scotch and soda. Katie, Katie just plugged her nose and I took don't a like sip. That's smell. how it is going down for us. It's <laughs> um, the taste is actually fine. Burnt. The taste is fine. I did like I did add rhubarb syrup to mine because I was like I can't, right. I can't do scotch and club soda. I thought I had ginger ale in my house and I was going to use that, and then it turns out nope, I do not have ginger ale. I was lied to. I was duped. I was bamboozled. Uh, it's not bad. I just I'm smell. like just chasing with white claw. <laughs> That is a moment. It's iconic, and I love it. Uh, but yeah, scotch and soda, because Katie was like, I need to feel close to Holden, as if I don't already. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting literate. This is getting literate. Also known as getting Super. read for filth by authors who existed, like, 50 plus years before we were born. Is he dead, J.D. Salinger? This is probably something I should know. I don't know. Girly, girly... I think. I do, but I'm not sure. Uh, I will say. He did. He died in 2010, though. We were alive. Our paths crossed. Yeah. We were. We existed at the same time. And he knew. At the tender age of. I can't do math. I don't know. But I think it's close to 90. Damn. He was a recluse. Uh, He had a little arc on Bojack Horseman. Which was cute and fun. Um, weirdly enough, he okay, why, not, not him as a person. Why is everything so tailored to you? I don't know. <laughs> why did the media say that yeah. Katie bitch? Read her for film. No, literally, literally, me, me watching fucking Bojack Horseman, a show that already is like that's mental illness, baby. Why uh, Katie's toxic? Um, <laughs> and then they're like, we're gonna bring in not him, obviously, not JD Salinger, but like he they somebody portrays him as a character jd salinger is a per he's he's a character on the show is jd salinger running fucking hollywood stars and celebrities what do they know do they know things let's find out jd salinger drink bitches it's a new drinking game (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah hollywood stars and celebrities what do they know do they know things let's find out he is the producer of that show for some reason on bojack and i was like I don't need, I don't need everything in my life to be so fucking, like, specific to me. But here we are. Um, Yeah, he's dead. R.I.P. King. King. Jinx, you owe me scotch and soda. Just kidding. If you ever got one for me, I would bite you. I would pour it on you. I, oh, wouldn't uh, that be so dramatic, like, in a club? Like, I would love to do that one Bitch! <laughs> Oh my god, we have a fake fight in the club. I would like to the moment that. they open. Yes. I love this. Okay. New uh-huh. plan. Fun. Uh-huh. Um, but we're here with Catching the Rye. Tell me about it, Julia. As if I don't know you fucking know enough. I'm not gonna tell you about it. I'm gonna tell our lovely one listener about it. <laughs> Hi Dad. <laughs> oh, um, no. It's Paula. <laughs> no, I so I'm actually reading my dad's copy of Catcher of the Rye. Oh. Fun. In the Rye. It's like his high school copy. Mm-hmm. So if Move. he doesn't listen to this, I'm reading my then I'm not going to take care copy. of him in his old age. That's a threat. <laughs> it's a threat. Anyway, it. Catcher in the Rye. This novel, originally published in 1951 by J.D. Salinger, Drink Bitch, details two days in the life of 16-year-old Holden Caulfield after he has been expelled from prep school. Confused and disillusioned. Mm. Disillusioned, Holden searches for truth and rails against the phoniness of the adult world. He ends up exhausted and emotionally unstable mood, and so will you. Don't you just love it? You just love it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you just love it, Julia? I feel like... I love it. I love it so much. Okay. My guess, though, for you was four stars. 
No. Ooh. It's a five-star <gasps> bitch, baby. Oh, I have to have a full drink? I was a full star You have to have off? a full drink. If you were oh, a full no. star off, you have to have a full drink of scotch. So that is quite a sentence. Quite a Ooh. penalty I have bestowed upon you. Yeah. yeah. You guessed five stars too, right? You rated it five stars? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lucky guess. Wow, I wonder how you knew. It's not like this was I'm a drinking formative novel. Right. <laughs> well, as you should. As you remember, so should. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what did you like about it, Julia? I wasn't expecting five stars from you. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't expecting five stars. Tell me really? what you like. Yeah, I wasn't at all. I love Catcher in the Rye, Katie. It's so good. I read it when I was way too young. Uh-huh. And then I read it again <laughs> now. Like, I think it's been like close to 10 years maybe like i was 13 or 14 Mm -hmm. um it's my fucking dad's copy so it's like a really old i was like annotating it at first and then he's like oh you have my high school copy of catching the rye and i was like goodbye pen (laughs) (laughs) but i love that for you i love that for you no i've got pen i've got highlighter i've got pencil I read the I've okay. It's weird because this is one of my favorite. You sicken me. I, love I know. You, I'm disgusting. It's one of my favorite books. I've read it maybe four times in my life though. I haven't read it a whole lot. Um, but the times that I have read it have been very like weird formative times for me. Um, so like 13, 16, maybe 18, and then now, and so I've got annotations from each time period. Maybe not 18. I don't think I annotated it at 18, but I have highlighter from when I was 13, and then pencil slash pen drawings and notes from when I was 16 reading it for like my English class and uh and then I I went in with pen this time it's a moment I love how we are foils Mm -hmm. because like you read this book for high school Mm -hmm. I went to Catholic high school so I could never read this they literally like call out the phoniness of the catholic church <laughs> yeah like a whole ass part of this novel so they would never have allowed us to uh-uh. even think of it it is by um, name so but you didn't read gatsby gatsby yeah. and i did and i've read it multiple times over multiple um times in my life mm-hmm. and i think we are perfect foils in our brain so I think you've mentioned this. She just changes the homework a little she bit. Just, she's like i'll just change the answers don't even worry about it she gets her fucking thesaurus mm. um yeah, I think you mentioned it, and you were Mentally like... Mentally ill classic. <laughs> You're like, we're Nick and Holden. And I was like, no, girl, we are. <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, but tell me what you liked about it or what you hated about it. I don't care. I start with whichever one you want. Oh, oh it's no. so hard to think of things I hated. But um, I loved so much of this. Like, like if I could show you my notes, like, mm-hmm. I maybe will later. But it's just so many quotes mm-hmm. from this novel. Like, I just... The, my number one is the way it's written so much like Holden talking because yeah. I love Holden with all my heart. I mm-hmm. want to name a cat Holden. My cousin Karen did that. And I'm like, I'm not original in any way. So, hmm. mood. No, that's uh, a good cat name. Just like the way it's written to be like Holden, I'm going to like read a quotation because Do I just it. love it. Okay. Can't get enough of this. I book. mean, most girls are so dumb and all, first of all. Yes. <laughs> After you knock them for a while, you can really watch them losing their brains. Yes. Yeah. You can take a girl. I didn't copy this right. You can take a girl something she gets really passionate. She just doesn't have any brains. Yeah, I know. I know exactly. Yeah. 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 It's uh... like the way Holden talks and he's like and like when he's on dates and he's like, I fucking hate this bitch. And then he shows up and he's like, let's get married. We're into the woods. I love you so fucking much. I'm so fucking crazy. Oh, my God. Like. Yeah. I love Holden. I love him I so love Holden much. So much. So much. So much. Uh, okay, that was the number one. Mm-hmm. Number two was that when he was dancing with Phoebe, but also just his his general like attitude towards dancing. I'm gonna read another quotation that I love. You have to drink this for this one. Um, okay. Okay, so. I really felt like dancing. I'm really fond of dancing sometimes, and that was one of the times. The blonde was some dancer. She was one of the best dancers I ever danced with. I'm not kidding. Some of these very stupid girls can really knock you out on the dance floor. You take a smart girl, and half the time she's trying to lead you on the dance floor. Oh, she's such a lousy dancer. Mm. Mm. Just one. Holden narrating. King. King. Him just wanting to simply vibe on the dance floor. Yeah. King. Him saying... I love dancing with a stupid girl. Mm, king, I'll dance with you. Like, so 
fucking yeah good and then when he dances with phoebe because like I, I i don't really love the scene when he's in that club mm. um and he's like with the cougar ladies yeah when, the thir- uh, like when he's dancing 30. yeah but he's 16 so he's more hitting on them than but when he dances with that's true but yeah they let him do it all though they, they they're kind of dumb or passive they are stupid yeah um but when he dances with Phoebe, that's so fucking pure and so sweet. And he just simply, the joy it sparks in him when he dances with Phoebe, I'm like, oh, I love Phoebe so much also. She's such a good character. She's so great. You have to drink for that one because it is also on my list. Uh, my best list. Him dancing, I did drink him dancing with Phoebe. Again. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I'm oh, I'm just, you know, clarifying the rules <laughs> of our, yes. of our okay, made up pretend drinking games. Mm-hmm. And I already mentioned my third best, but when he just goes fucking crazy in social interactions, especially with Sally, <laughs> just, like, you cannot predict what he's going to say. Oh, um, like, when he calls her a dumb bitch, I'm so sorry, but that is so fucking funny, and I loved it. Oh, it's hilarious. Uh, you have to drink for that one. You have to drink for that one. <laughs> not because it's on my best, Our though. one brain cell. Mm-hmm. Oh, I knew you wouldn't like it. I knew you wouldn't like it, and I was like, sorry. Yeah. I love it. No, it, that so one's funny. on my worst. That one's on my worst. Like, it would be awkward to be there. Oh. But me, as um, a bystander reading this, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> He's right. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Good good best, though. Good best. What was your Thanks, best? girly. What are yours? Yeah, my best. <laughs> oh, she's strong. She's strong. <laughs> uh, when he um, dances with Phoebe, when he dances with Phoebe, everything about that sparks joy for me. Oh, um, my headphones just fell off. Oh, fuck. Whoop. But yes. <laughs> when he is thinking about the times that he had with Jane. And I know it's like a weird vibe with like the stepfather thing. Drink, bitch. I love it. Ooh. Okay. That's on my worst. Interesting. <laughs> Who knew this book uh-huh. would divide us so very much? Um, <laughs> yeah. Th- okay. So the visit with Phoebe and not the visit with Phoebe. The dancing with Phoebe, specifically. 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 Um, the, when he's reflecting reflecting or flashing back to her or whatever, telling us about hanging out with Jane. Um, and the French singers at the Wicker Bar. French <gasps> singers at the Wicker Bar. I love them. <sighs> I love them to death. I love his stupid little, like, imitation of them. And if I can find it, I can do the stupid little accent. But oh, you have his... Such a fun little French accent. Oh, it's not that fun. <laughs> um, but I, I enjoy it. <laughs> thanks. Um, but it's just when he's like talking about like the the French singers like like speaking. Um, and he goes, she'd say, and now we like to give you our impression of voulez-vous français? It is the story of a little French girl, uh, who comes to a big city just like New York. Uh, and was in love with a little boy from Bovidine. Uh we, we hope you like it. I just think that's hilarious. I love that part. I don't know. I thought that was really cute. <laughs> it's so cute. And it's I love so it. Cute. I love your French accent. And I'm Thanks. so glad that it was on your top so that I could hear it again. Yeah. She doesn't come out often. <laughs> no, but she when doesn't. she does. She doesn't. I love her. But yeah. Yeah. So that was. I'm, okay, so I'm not going to lie. It was really hard for me to come up with my top three. Uh, as much as I love this I book, because so much of it just uh. breaks my heart. Like, it's hard for yeah. me to be like, I love this scene because I I love the book. So many of the notes that I made in the margins and shit this time were just like, oh, hold on. Like, and then like a, an unhappy oh, face. Hold like on. a brownie face. Like, <sighs> my poor boy. My poor oh, sweet boy. It's tragic. It's so tragic. But yeah, tell me. Okay, so what your Jane, do the Jane stepfather thing was on your worst? Yes, yeah, specifically when Jane gets all like upset about her stepfather and Holden's like, let's kiss now. I'm like, oh, read the room, buddy. Oh, I loved that. I loved that. I loved that he was kissing her all over her face, but not her mouth. Okay, that was really cute, but also like I see where you're coming from. I see where you're yeah. coming from. Like, okay, she's obviously like really fucked up about this guy who's living in her house. It's probably not a good situation for her, and I have a feeling it's probably like really not good. Bad. Um, you know, maybe don't, you know, do this. But mm-hmm. at the same time, like, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. 
It's heartbreaking. And he's just and he's kissing her all over her face. Like, that is... But not her mouth. Mm-hmm. And it's heartbreaking. And it's in, like, a warm and fuzzy way. But the mm-hmm. warm and fuzzy was outruled in this moment. Just Very was like, hold on, please read the room. Yeah. Yeah. The secondhand embarrassment. That's okay, the anxiety I see speaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, the scene with the pimp and prostitute. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that was tough. Yeah. That was tough. It's always tough for me mm-hmm. every time I've read this. I think I've only read it twice, though, but all both of them. It sticks with like, you. It's bad. Ugh. It's a bad one. It's. Ah, uh, especially because in the elevator, I'm pretty sure he says five bucks. Exactly. Well, like okay. ten. I mean. Can we trust Holden? Can we trust Holden? No. no. At the same time, I don't know. I don't know. But also, he didn't even sleep with her, so, like, why does he have to pay it all? But And he's a minor, and ugh. Anyway. It's just all bad. It's all bad. <laughs> it's all bad. There's nothing good yeah. about it. Yeah. And the worst is Mr. Antolini. Oh, bold. Okay. Yep. I forgot about him. Yeah. So here's the thing. I forgot about him. So I'm like, ah, an Italian. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> uh, not an Italian. Not an Italian that we like. Oh, no. Well. Don't say well. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, but say well and elaborate He's, right mm, now. I'm I'm not gonna okay, I'm not gonna elaborate right now. I it is a not good situation, obviously. He is his teacher, he is older, he is, you know, like it's he, he holdings asleep. Position of power. He's very drunk, he's suicidal, like it is that's not the time for this. He was he was looking at you and petting your head. Like I think I, there's a whole host of other things going on there with Holden, um, and it's not just tied yeah, to, to Angelini, yeah. but um, yeah, I think it would have been safer for him safer for him to stay in that house. And every time he leaves because of it, I, I, my heart hurts. Um, yeah, it is obviously like really okay. Fucked that's up, fair. But I'm like, don't leave, you know. So. Mm-hmm. What was on your worst? Well, yeah. What, how did yeah. you Wildly determine enough, none this? of those were on my worst. Um, cool. Because so much of this hurts my heart. Oh, wait. Uh, I have a fake worst, but it's not really worse. Tell but me. I, I need... I, tell me. We never find out about the ducks. Where do they go in the winter? The cab driver Where do they you. go? Mother Nature takes care of them. If you no, was a but fish, I Mother, know, ta- like, Mother where Nature they would take go. care of you. They go south, honey. Migration. <laughs> do ducks migrate? Yes, they do. Don't they? I'm Googling it. Please do. I can't spell, but Fact I'm check. Googling Let's it. Let's go. Ducks migrate. <laughs> the answer is yes. That's what I figured. Katie. I'm a dumb bitch. You're more naturey than me, though. Um, I know, but I don't know about ducks. So I, I just like, thought they the were like geese in that way. I don't know. I was making assumptions. And then you said, are they not? And I was like, oh, fuck. I'm Extrapolating. wrong. Extrapolating. Mm. Extrapolating. It's funny that you brought up the Mother Nature to take care of you because I literally, like, pulled that out as a quote that I really, really like. Oh, it was almost on my top. It was almost on my top. Um, oh. know what? A quote that I wrote down yes. that reminded me of you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a goddamn spendthrift at heart. What I don't spend, I lose. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Yep. You're right. I wrote Katie beside it. Like, there are a couple of quotes where I just wrote it like, K. Oh. And I'm like, Katie. Um, the first time I ever read this book, I was like 12, 13 years old. And it was because my uh-huh. uncle Same. had bought it for me as like a gift. Ooh. I can't remember if it was birthday or not. Um, and he said, you remind me a lot of the main character. That's quite. Wow. I mean, that didn't fuck me up uh, for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> the moment uh, Katie's life changed forever. No, 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 Katie started identifying way too much with mentally ill male main characters. Huh. Anyways. Oh, this is another one that reminded me Tell of me us. More. Not you. Mm. I said us because I want to be you. nice. <laughs> I'm quite illiterate, but I read a lot. <laughs> me. Us. Well, oh, no, I you're found not illiterate. One. I so... found another K. I found another K. That stands for this reminds me too much of Katie. Oh my god. How much subjects did you carry this term? Five, sir. Five. And how many are you failing in? Four. I moved my ass a little bit on the bed. <laughs> it was the hardest bed I ever sat on. I passed English all right, I said, because I had all that Beowulf and Lord Mandel, my son stuff. 
when I was at Wooten School. I, I mean, I didn't really have to do any work in English at all, hardly, except write compositions once in a while. I think that was a compliment. I was like, Katie's so good at English. Oh, she would pass you. English. I would pass English. It's the only subject that I've done overwhelmingly well in. Um, in <laughs> okay, suddenly this isn't just me being read for felt by J.D. Salinger. Drink. Uh, it is me being read for felt by Julia. All right, I'm start with Jay. <gasps> You're JD Salinger. You bitch. Um, how did you know? <laughs> how did you know? Oh my god. Oh, we're so fucking dysfunctional. Oh, yeah. I love this. Cause I'm an international <laughs> <laughs> superstar. Oh no. <laughs> This is why we don't do two episodes in one night. This is why we don't. But we make content for you, viewer. What's your worst? What's my worst? Uh, That's a good question. Um, Okay, the date with Sally. But okay, so I, I, only the the part where he goes fucking crazy, but not where he calls. I love that part. Not where he calls her. Like okay, like when he calls her a bitch. Yes, I I hate it. Specifically when he gets really manic and starts planning their future. He's like, run away with me. We'll get married. It'll be a whole thing. But I'm like. Well, and stop, honey. Like you are, you are Mentally inches from Ill. killing yourself. Stop trying to make plans to stop this. Like, anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, um, the history museum, and he's talking about it, and he's like, the only thing that would be different is you. You could go back a million times, and everything would stay the same. The only thing that would be different is you. That hurts How my heart. It, it. Oh. Mm, Oh. Remember how, how closely to home this book strikes Katie? Right. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. This is reading Katie's entire soul. Yeah. Imagine a third eye piercing into the very center of your being. So, you know, that one hurt a little bit. <laughs> I cry. I cry see, at that. I, I will yeah. not see you at the Canadian War Museum, I guess. I. That's the only one I remember in Ottawa. That's the one I, I went to remember prom at. It's like not terrible you went to prom at the war museum yeah we had dinner among tanks sexy it was okay as you fucking do fucking <laughs> i'll drink to that. Do that um yeah it was a moment it was a moment i had a bottle of vodka tucked between my boobs it was cute um anyways Aww. yeah high school just girly things <laughs> just girly things um i am not endorsing underage drinking Kind of. So um, underage in Quebec. Moving on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we were close. It was on the bridge. Um, I wasn't 18, <laughs> but it's fine. Uh, <laughs> and then my, my worst. <laughs> Fuck. This is bad. Uh, my worst, worst, worst is when he is walking on Fifth Avenue and he keeps feeling like he's going to disappear. And he keeps talking to Allie <gasps> and he says, like, don't let me. You hate that? Right. Once again. Real, anyway, moving on. <laughs> Once again. Let's think. Yes, I do Yes. Absolutely. Yes, you do. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's not very it, good. No. It's very bad. Yeah. It, it, very bad. I cry every time okay. I read it. And he's, like, begging Allie to not let him disappear every mm-hmm. time he steps off of a fucking sidewalk. Like, it is heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, I'm not gonna lie, God. this scotch soda rhubarb syrup thing is working for me. I see you, Holden. I see you. I, you know, <laughs> I see you. The scotch and the soda. I don't actually. I would really take the rum and coke that you kept ordering or trying to order. Attempting. No one would give it to you. But <laughs> no one would give it to him. Also, he said scotch and soda was his favorite drink next to frozen daiquiris, and I was like, Katie, can we please have the frozen daiquiris? I just and didn't have like, scotch and soda. I didn't have the ingredients, <laughs> and I didn't feel like going out today. <laughs> I have a frozen bag of strawberries in my freezer. Oh, God damn <laughs> I'm it. Like, I guess I'm having those tomorrow. Yeah, I guess so. You're way more prepped than me. Yeah. I just didn't feel like shopping. I was like, well, I got, I got like, whiskey. Well, then I found out I had well, scotch. Well, I made... So. I think I got strawberries for last week's drink. Yeah, you would have. Yeah. Yeah, and they were kind of gross now, and I was like, but if I freeze them and blend them up, it's going to be fine. Yes. And that's what I did. I love that. Yum. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This book was a time for me personally. For me personally, it was rough. I yeah. I bet. Yeah. I really bet. There's a lot of parts. I stopped annotating it, as I said, because I realized it was my father's (laughs) high school book. It's fucking old, and I don't want to taint it. Um, it's a book, but it's meant to be loved. It's meant to be written in. 
You know how I feel about this. Yeah, but he didn't. It's not mine. Like, that's the thing. It's his, and he didn't write in it. I mean, there's a lot of kissy faces on the inside cover. Do you see these? That's so interesting. And I'm like, my parents met in high school, so what is the meaning <gasps> oh, of this? Oh, that's cute as hell. I think it was high school math, though, not English. Okay, but I like to think you can carry a book from class to class. Exactly. Now I'm going to cry because that's just um, adorable. I know, right? Oh like, uh, Between, like, me thinking of Katie and my dad, I'm like, wow. Yeah. I'm related to this book. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. No offense, Dad. Love you. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. This is such a good book. I have things I want to ask you. Do it. So he needs to crim, crim the Christmas tree? No. Trim, trim the Christmas tree with Sally. Mm-hmm. Are they in a relationship? They're in a situationship, I would say. Because, like, would you bring a boy home to trim the tree? Well, it was 1951. Um, I don't know. I can't speak to it. I wasn't there, but I think they're in a situation. Speak to it. I think they're in a speak. Okay. My thoughts. I think they're in a. They're in a uh, they're, ah, good word. Jazz. <laughs> I think they're in a, I think they're in a situationship. I think because uh, he's told quite a lot of people about her. Antolini knows about her, right? Um, Antolini knows about her. Her parents know about him. He's gone out with her a few mm-hmm. times, and she's. I think it's like a like a um, like a I'm home for the holidays, so we're dating again. But like we're not dating dating. Oh, it's like I need someone. Yeah, than no one, right? I think it's like a like we know each other. Let's hang out. I'm we're both home. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't say that they're. In a relationship. Shmood. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for clearing that up. I, I had that question and I was like, I, I'll just wait. I just don't read it like they're in a relationship. I mean, maybe because it's from Holden's point of view. It's and he not, decidedly does not uh, like her. <laughs> but like, Yeah. I don't know. They fully could be dating. <laughs> He's just. He does call her a bitch, though. And I would say, like. If my wife that's over. that. Uh, I also think they also it's... see like like Sally talks about seeing other people. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's like a like a convenient. We're expected to date because we're in the same sort of uh-huh. social circles and we're both home at the same time. Like I, I think it's like a you're okay. Situation it's a situation. Trip, as you've been saying, yeah, yeah. Respect. The other thing I have written down <laughs> things to say to Katie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, to make out with a boy. On the way to the movie theater. No, to the, the theater theater. The theater theater. I love it. Oh, to get in the back of a cab and just make out with someone on the way to Broadway. Oh. God. The dream life. Or the dream life. Stratford, in my case, mm. because I am in southern Ontario. But oh, wild. Uh, the dream life. Yeah. No, that's the dream. <laughs> totally. It's like, you know when they crack, like, an egg in a pan and they're like, your brain on drugs. No, baby, my brain not scratch and so it is. Um, I'm, I'm understanding <laughs> I'm it. I'm, and under- I'm like, how did this go that quickly? No, literally, literally. I'm like, this shouldn't be so tasty. Uh, <laughs> I did fuck her in the recipe. Don't drink straight scotch and soda. <laughs> but now I get it. Yeah, you don't. I get, I get how he got so fucking wasted. Now. Yeah. Also, he was like. To quote Nick Carraway, because I have to at this point, I was on my way to get roaring drunk out of sheer embarrassment. Sheer embarrassment. That was Holden at the piano club. He is just looking for an escape in any and all ways. Like, it is bad. Yeah. I also love that he brought up Gatsby. I totally forgot that that happens. And I was like, whoa, connection. Really cute. I was like, hello. Hey. Not us. I'm so glad Clady was thinking of me. (laughs) I didn't write a little J or anything, but I was like, Julia, in my head. Aww. So I was like, wow, connections, our brain cell. There's a lot about this book that I was like, this f- was more formative than I thought it was. I can see that. After having read it, I was like, oh, girl. Do you know what? Um, you know, when you read it, like, okay, so I'm, I'm very into astrology, as you know, or your dad listening to this yeah. might not. Um, I'm very into astrology. <laughs> 
our one listener. Our um, one listener. Hi, Chris. Hey, Chris. Uh, I'm very into astrology and I'm fucking reading this and I totally forgot about how he's reading through Phoebe's notebook and she goes, oh, like, wrote it down. She's like, you said you're a Taurus, but you're a Sagittarius or you said you're a Sagittarius, but you're just a Taurus. And I was like, hey, wait a second. <laughs> I wonder if that... Wait a damn minute. I sure hope this doesn't awaken anything in me. <laughs> Oh, God, you and your Taurus relationships. Fuck. Oh, fuck. Tauruses have done me nothing but trauma. Um, (laughs) But I was just like, I was like, is that where I got the astrology from? Like, I had to go and reevaluate several (laughs) things in my life. Phoebe, are you the reason? Wait a second. And then they mentioned Emily Dickinson, who's like one of my fave poets. And I'm like, no. She's so good, though. But she's so wonderful, and I I love her, and she's a queen. Um, but I was like, oh, but you were like, oh my god, I don't have original thoughts. Yeah, I was like, no, no, wait a second, because this isn't fair. Because now I'm, I have to reevaluate all the things I like. <laughs> it was awful. It was awful. Um, yeah. It. Ugh. Anything else <laughs> to ask me? No, HBU queen. Um. Yeah. What do you think about the relationship between Antolini and his wife? I think it's convenience. I think it's old widowy lady. Like, honestly, I think both characters are queer-coded. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, we gotta get married. So... Beards. That she's living the cougar, cougar life with a Y. Yeah. Um, he's much younger than her. Mm-hmm. She's... Is she rich? I think she has money and he doesn't. Like, yeah. I just think it's it's out of necessity more than love, and it's like more of a partnership or like a business mm, okay. partnership than like it is okay. a romantic thing. Yeah, I was um yeah yeah. The part that throws me is the fact that they like kiss each other in front of just Holden, who True. I'm I'm fully convinced is by um. Yeah. 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 Not to identify with him further, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I do. Th- yeah. He's, I mean, there's a lot here. He goes to a fully like gay bar. It's. What? The Wicker Bar. Is that gay? Uh-huh. Cool. Yeah. Uh, well, Car- Carl Luce or Luce or whatever is, uh, is, is gay for sure. Well, he's not gay, gay. He's like bi. Wooten. His 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 Wooten. Yes. Wooten. He's like I am interested in Eastern philosophy. Oh, yeah. Your your girls does not pick up on those. I okay. So I wouldn't have either, except for the fact that it was covered in my grade eleven English class, and so I then have a pencil note written in here that says Wooten bar equals gay bar. Gay. No, Wicker bar (laughs) equals gay bar. Nice. Uh, uh, happy June. Happy Pride Month. Right there. Happy Pride Month. Um, uh, I don't know when we're releasing this, but happy Pride Month for now right now. Happy Pride, happy Pride Month. Uh, happy Gale, belated. Gale but, um, okay. Interesting. He also keeps this, asking. I went to Catholic school, so I could not study this, but that's really good to know. He, I'm going to have to read, 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 read. It's just the scene. Fuck. Just the one scene. Um, well, because, okay, so, like, like, this guy, Carl, it's definitely, like, he calls him flitty. Homosexual? He's, he's flitty. Yeah, fritty. I don't know if he's bi Pretty. or gay or what. Um, but, he, you know. He's, uh... It was the 50s. It was the 50s. It's tell. He was, you know, hanging out. Um, and Holden just keeps asking him how his sex life is. Which is interesting to yeah. me. Because he doesn't like to hear about Stradlater's strat sex life. He doesn't like to hear about well, that. Stradler is a like a yeah. himbo. Oh, also he's like fucking Jane. He's not a himbo. Jane is someone who holds him. Oh wants yeah, to. Jane. Jane's a whole other issue. Um, but he, uh. and he also can't seem to actually be physically intimate with women. And I don't know if that's just because he's got this whole like Madonna whore complex thing going on. Um, or Madonna what? who? The Madonna whore. Um. <laughs> I just needed you to repeat that. Mm, you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, yeah, so I don't know if that's a thing for him. Like, because he, you know, 
He doesn't respect Didn't women you? once they've had sex. Is that the essay you wrote? In high school. On this? Yeah. Yeah. Imagine going to public school. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Woo. Uh, and not even my own concept. Like, my teacher was like, we're going to study this through. Uh, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. I'm thinking a lot now. We're going to study. He said we're going to study this through the uh, the lens of, like, Freud um, and, like, psychoanalysts. Red flag. Psych- psychoanalysis and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was a whole thing. Uh, that class was a whole thing. Um, but it was, but so he was like, yeah, Madonna horror complex, big deal in this book. And I was like, tell me more about this. Um, so he definitely has that going on. And so I don't know if that's that the fact that he can't be intimate with women is part of that, where he can't respect them once they've had sex. Um, it's also part of like his whole thing yeah. about not being able to grow up and like, he doesn't like change. Like that's, yeah, that's all there. But, mm-hmm. um, I'm also like, you don't like to hear about or be near, People having sex with women. But you're very interested. Even as a joke, even as you're kidding around, you're very interested in Carl's sex life. Who you have described to be a little fruity, a little flitty. What's that about Holden? You know? Is it just trauma? Because he does say that, like, the whole thing with Antolini has happened a lot to him. Before. Right? Yeah. I'm also very mm-hmm. interested into what happened when he got drunk with that guy in the chapel at his old mm-hmm. school, Elkton or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot to unpack there that doesn't get unpacked. Yeah. Which is too bad. Um, but I, yeah, mm-hmm. I do, I do think Holden is like. Also like. Flitty. Chapels in my Catholic high school, they were the place for hookups. Apparently there was oh. like this whole like well, Twitter yeah. account and it was like. Um, like untold stories or whatever. It was like anonymous people like sent DMs and then it got tweeted and it's like so much sexual activity. Oh my god! In the chapel. We just had stairwell D. So I would not be surprised. Holy shit! Huh? God, that's so much more dramatic. We just had stairwell D. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's so much more like dramatic though. Fuck, like a whole chapel and like iconic. I mean, you've seen yeah. Fleabag. That is a horny as hell place. Oh. <laughs> no. we've seen playback god if we covered films and movies and tv shows it's a play oh. and you can read it as a text bitch add to not carp, not season two but, unfortunately and carp i mean sees syllabus and um <laughs> we just bought like we just like bought purchased the tv scripts we're reading fleabag this week <laughs> dear miss fleabag <laughs> can you please send us the scripts phoebe waller bridge uh yeah yeah i mean yeah um anyway so i think yeah holden's got either a lot of trauma around gay sex gay sex and or he is well no either way he does he does have a lot of trauma around it um he does and but he can also be bi i think well i think he is bi i think he is bi and i think that's part of it um so because i think it's very interesting that he would call carl out of all the people right Mm-hmm. Would you like to go off, sis? Because I could also go off if you don't want to go off. Oh, no, if you I... want to go off, go off. <laughs> I'd love to go off. I'd love to go off. It's not a super, like, going off, going off, but it's just, like, something interesting that I noticed as I was reading this again um, this week. Okay. Uh, th- This weird, like, almost, like, mirror, like, parallel thing going on with Jane and Phoebe, which I thought was interesting. Because when I read it before, I always... There's, you know, the Madonna horror complex thing, right? So, like, Jane is the Can Madonna. You describe what a Madonna oh, horror is. Oh, okay. For- Women are two things. They are either virgin mm-hmm. saints or they are absolute okay. dirty goddamn whores. That's it, right? Like, that's what Excellent. you have if, if yes. like, you can't uh-huh. see women any other way. Um, and he's, he's, Perfect. he's got that, you know, he's like, I don't. He has. Yeah. And he doesn't deal well with, like, people, like, thinking about Jane having sex he's like having sex with Stradlater. i need to kill stradlitter because like how dare he do this to her because he would lose respect for this person that he holds like he's idolized in great esteem yeah mm-hmm. he's very much so idolized jane um mm-hmm. and and then there's this, this weird not weird but just interesting and and like very complex relationship between jane and phoebe in his mind mm-hmm. um like, in in terms of the way that he is relationed or he sees them in, like, in relation to himself, 
Which sounds weird because Phoebe is his younger sister. And Jane is this girl that he was, like, friends with and, like, semi-dated and was attracted to for a summer. Um, But he's the only, like, these are the only two people that he truly loves, I think, in this book. Agreed. Um, I think Jane and Phoebe are both kind of the main impetuses for his, like, attempt to, at, at killing himself. Um, because he first, he leaves Pensy after finding out that Stradletter has, like, gone out with her and, like, possibly hooked up with her in some capacity. And he, that upsets him so much that he gets violent, which he, he doesn't tend to do otherwise. And I know he, like, says he doesn't, but I don't, I can't trust anything he says. He's a liar. But, like, he says, like, I can't, I'm, I'm not a violent person. I don't like to fight people physically. Like, that's not a thing. He says it a few times, so I'm, I'm inclined to believe it. But he does get physically violent with Stradlitter after Stradlitter's like, oh, well, you know, we might have hooked up. Um, and then he leaves. And I'm like, okay. So that's the beginning of this, like, because the whole time, the, the instant he leaves Pensy, he is just looking for reasons not to kill himself the whole time. Like, he's just de- delaying this kind of inevitable end. Um, and I think he kind of almost gets to the point where he's like, I'm not going to do it. And then he sees Phoebe on the carousel. And he, I, because I, what, what happens to me there is he's, like, thinking about Jane. And he's thinking about how much he loves her and how much he romanticizes her. And how much, like, how, how pure she is to him in his head. Mm-hmm. And then he thinks of Phoebe the same way. She's this, like, child. She's very smart. She's very intelligent. She is, like, everything pure in the world to him. And then um, she shows up and she's like, take me with you. You're leaving. I don't want you to go alone. I want to go with you. Uh, And he tells her to shut up. And, God, that's such an upsetting scene. Um, So upsetting. Yeah. (laughs) And then she gets mad at him. And she tells him to shut up. And he gets so upset. Like, so upset after that. Because he's, like, she's growing up. And then he puts her on the carousel. And he he's, like, expecting it to be, like, when Allie was alive and he and DB and Allie would all, all take her down to the carousel and put her on the carousel. And she was a baby and, like, not, like, a baby, but, like, younger and... Toddler. Like, yeah. Yeah. And she's not, right? And he's watching this mm-hmm. and he's recognizing that this isn't the same scene that it used to be and that change is an inevitable thing and growing up is an inevitable thing. And then he, I I think it's not explicit or anything like that, but I think that's connected to this idea that, like, Jane can't just be the static image in his head. And he never calls her. Mm-hmm. He keeps thinking about calling Jane and he tries once or twice, but she doesn't pick and up. he never does it. Never does it. Mm-hmm. And, like, just these two people that he cannot deal with how they might change without him. I don't know what to do with it, really, but it, like, it was definitely something that I paid attention to this time around. And I was like, that's interesting. I don't, I don't have any thoughts past that. I can't unpack it further. Um, or I'll start crying. But, (laughs) (laughs) but it's interesting to me. It's interesting. So, I don't know. Do it that way we want. It's really interesting. Mm -hmm. I will not elaborate because I don't want to see you cry. Mm. I know no, it's fine. It <laughs> not cry during Gatsby, so I just think if I think harder about it. But I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. I'm honestly too fucking wasted. <laughs> That's the point. That's the point. Oh, drinks. That's I can't think point. too hard with this book. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Like I'm just gonna have to agree with you, sis, because my brain isn't working. Right now. <laughs> ah, ha, ha, yeah. Um, I can bring some levity to it. I'd love to hear it. Some levity to this. (laughs) So it ties into my essay, but it's kind of. Let me more. It it needs some elaboration, and I'm gonna preface this with a little preface. Mm -hmm. I guess I can't think of words. Preface is a preface. I've written some pretty out there essays, especially my one class law in Shakespeare. Thank you. Where it was basically like write whatever the fuck you want, and in one of the classes I literally like I was like. Um, so in Shakespearean time, sexual assault was property theft from a man. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to see how much you're owed. I remember that essay. If that happens to your wife. Yeah. Because yeah, I was just like. Well, because it was iconic. Yeah. And I, it was such an iconic essay. I was like, a woman is worth a thousand dollars. Submit essay. Like, <laughs> thesis. Good. 
good thesis. <laughs> Fantastic. Let's put a number on it. There no. was so much research going into it. Like it, it's I'm not doing it justice. It was a really good no, essay. But fantastic. like I go out there. Yeah, yeah. Is what I'm gonna say. And I like to like explore the the zany, the kooky, the the things. Yeah. More whimsical. <laughs> okay. And so my essay, which isn't really an essay, but it's an essay for uh Catcher in the Rye is called Catch the Halls with Bows of Rye. Catcher in the Rye reimagined as a Christmas special. Oh, stop it. I need it now. Because it is like Christmas in New York. Like, it is set at Christmas time in New York. And I think with a few minor, like, stylistic changes, like, it's not even, like, changes to the main body of the story. But with stylistic changes, it could be, like, a Christmas special. And then imagine watching Catcher in the Rye movie every single year. And it's just, like... I think you want me dead. It's just like Christmas in New York. <laughs> I think you want me dead. If I watched, if I read this book once a year, I'd probably, like, I wouldn't survive it, Julia. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Imagine watching this every Christmas. No, I don't want to. <laughs> I do love it, though. Listen, I literally, I literally went full wacko this week and I wrote, like, a introductory paragraph. Oops. Tell me. I'm going to read it to it. But it's not well done. I don't care. I wrote it. I think it's fantastic. Christmas works. Books, movies, and stories span a vast array of subgenres and themes. One of the oldest and most beloved Christmas stories, A Christmas Carol, focuses on denouncing the capitalistic greed that pervades Christmas and instead promotes the holiday as a celebration of Christian generosity. Similarly, Miracle on 34th Street criticizes the certain phoniness of capitalistic Christmas of corporations embracing a religious holiday in order to gross mass revenues. Catcher in the Rye is already a critique on the phoniness of people in society, and therefore it would only require a few cosmetic changes to the story to adapt Catcher in the Rye into a Christmas movie. Right? Yeah. And, like, classic Christmas movies, like, um, It's a Wonderful Life, already focus on a suicidal man. I was gonna say, I'm interested, I was interested that you didn't bring that up in the introductory paragraph, because, like, that's a suicide movie. So, (laughs) like, yeah. 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 No, it absolutely could be. It absolutely could be. Which is I know. Weird, it's just because right? I didn't think of It's a Wonderful Life um, at the time. And I was like, we were talking, and you kept saying, like, oh, he's so suicidal. He's... And I was like, it's a wonderful life. He's so suicidal <laughs> the whole time. When he, so when he tells suicidal. Sally, and he's like, you're the only reason I'm still here. Heartbreak. 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 He just keeps making plans with people so he won't have a reason to kill himself. Or he has a reason not to kill himself. <sighs> It hurts. Um, Drama, but... But I love the Christmas anyway, Christmas special idea. I think that that would work really well. Girl, you have to listen to more of it. Because I was literally, like, talking to my mom. I was like, okay, you watch a lot of Hallmark movies. Queen. Please give me the formula. Ooh. It's harder to adapt that, though. Because mm. uh, it's just, like, rich lady goes to a small Christmas town and then falls in love. And yeah. that's not catching their eye. But anyway, I would just pull quotes from the novel that have a sort of Christmassy spirit mm. and critique... Like, no, sorry, sorry, like, I can't read my own writing. Basically, like, stuff that vibes with, like, A Christmas yeah. Carol and Miracle on 34th Street. Yeah. And It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. And just kind of explain how, like, with minor cosmetic differences that this is going to be a Christmas movie. Yeah. Like, my whole essay would be, like, oh, no, it's a, and this is how you turn it into a Christmas movie. Also, please no, but like it. Also, like, I think there's Home Alone 2 vibes also. Yes. Lost in New York. Uh, yeah. Um, no, but, like, the whole yeah. scene where he's wandering around the park. At, at night and his uh-huh. hair is like freezing uh-huh. okay that but it's snow uh-huh. and it's snowing that mm, would I be able to last through it no I'd have to leave no. the room sobbing it would... but it'd be cinematic as hell so it'd be so cinematic yeah like the nuns wish the nuns like, holding like a merry Christmas mm-hmm. like the nuns and if you just talked about Christmas a little bit in there like like he does every movie you know how he talks about like movies and stuff uh-huh. Like, we just need to change that to classic Christmas films, and then we're good. Because he talks about, like, other movies, but if we just make these little minor cosmetic changes, then it's, like, more, like, Christmassy. Mm -hmm. Like, instead of, like, going to see the lunch with Charlie, if he says a Christmas carol with her, maybe her name's Sally. Well, he, yeah. kind of wasted. Her name's Sally. Sally Hayes. Mm. Sally. But if he took her to see a Christmas Carol or something else, Christmas. Well, I mean, fucking like, imagine it like they um, go to fucking uh, Radio City. 
Wait, where do they go ice skating? Is that also? I don't know New York. I think that's Central Park. No, it's... Sure. I think it's Rockefeller. Yes, with the big tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one. With the big tree. That's Christmas, well, baby. Well, it happens. That's Christmas in New York. Like... That's what they do. That's what they it do. It just seems to be, like... As someone who's never been. That's what they do. Less subtle. Yeah. 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 As someone who's literally... Like, and I know you love your Frenchies, but if there were, like, a couple Christmas carols on there... Like, that could be Imagine, fun. like, a also, French Christmas carol. Exactly. Deck Le Hall. Um, also, if the sex worker is either in full or partial elf gear, because she's already oh green, God, green and the elevator pimp is like Santa, dressed as Santa. Like, either I already imagine him as like kind of looking like that. I don't know about you, but like large and like a very I like mean, white beard. Okay, I don't. Oh. But I'm so glad you're on board with the Christmas thing because I think like I think Christmas those are, like, is very like uh, I want to kill myself. Time. So <laughs> interesting. Anyway, moving on. Not it is not talking about it at all. <laughs> I think Holden could so easily go on a rant about how Christmas is so funny because it is, and he should. Yeah. Are you just attacking the also, fact like, that I hate Christmas? A bit. Also, nothing I do in my life is unimpacted by this. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Holden even mentions a toy store. Like, we could explore that. Oh, we could. A la Home Alone 2. A la Miracle on 34th Street. Like, we could explore toy stores at Christmas, but we don't. But I'm just saying, dear any director ever, please make this a Christmas movie. Think about the dancing scene with Phoebe to Christmas music (gasps) on the radio. Girl, don't do me like Girl, that. I'd be that would be dead. Sad. I would be dead. I would perish. <laughs> I would weep. I would just be like hysterical. Yeah. God, that's wonderful. They would have to give me a lot of bottomy, and I hope to God they do, but. <sighs> Always wishing for one. Always wishing for one. Um, yeah. Oh, the way that if. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I was going to say the way that this could never be written from a woman's perspective because a woman in 1951. Who exhibited this much mental illness uh, would be lobotomized. Um, oh, jealous of her, but honestly, yes. wish I was her. Uh, once again, <laughs> why does Katie identify with Holden? Ha. Uh, <laughs> Mysteries that will never go solved. <laughs> Not on this podcast, maybe in therapy. We'll see if I end up there. Uh, Stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. I love that. I love I lo- that's a one that's a fun little wacky wild out there essay and I love it. I love that you went that direction with it. Thank Incredible. you. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I lean much more into the Where did you go? Oh honey. <laughs> um, <laughs> I leaned much more into the uh we'll call it the holden part of my brain. For for oh, lack of a better term. Lord. I had to take my glasses off for this. Do it. Okay. Yeah. Woo. You can't look Let's at me for this it. one. Uh, it's called The Sanctity of Suicide. Uh, Holden Caulfield as his brother's Judas. Elaborate. Mm. Stop drinking and elaborate. Okay. Maybe you should drink. Maybe though. I should drink. Maybe kill that drink and then elaborate. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Something that strikes me, and that struck me at 12, 13, and is maybe responsible for the way I turned out, um, is the fact that he huh. asked if Judas after committing suicide, went to hell. Mm-hmm. And so already there, we have a parallel between between um, Holden and Judas, right? Like, already there, we have, like, Holden mm-hmm. attempts to kill himself. Judas did commit suicide. There's, there's. I looked this up, and I, it's, like, it's varying um, records within the Bible about how Judas actually died. Um, and so some, some are, like, he was so remorseful, he gave away the money that he got. Like, he got, like, 30 silver pieces. He gave away the money, which, I mean, uh, Holden keeps giving away his money. Um, he do be done. Yeah, that, I mean, that's just, <laughs> that's just a suicidal person thing. I don't want to have any more belongings. Um, but, you know, Judas giving away the money that he he got for for selling her, for betraying Jesus and then hanging himself, right? Um, mm-hmm. And uh, the fact that he can't. He tries to pray at one point in the hotel room, and he can't, so he starts talking to Allie yep. instead. Um, I think really draws a pair. Like, I, th- I think really, in Holden's head, Allie is Jesus. Like, he he doesn't believe in, he's okay. like, I'm an atheist. I'm like, but you were holding up your brother as, 
as this hey, yeah yeah as the son of christ or, or no he is christ the son of god um Allie christ Allie christ caulfield yeah bitch is drunk uh, <laughs> <laughs> But so, and then he talks a lot about the disciples and how they just keep letting Jesus down. And he, fe- I think he does feel responsible for Ali's death, even though he was in no way part of it. Um, you know, he keeps apologizing. He keeps trying to apologize to him and be like, you know, like he keeps telling him, like you can, you can come meet me outside of so and so's house because he feels so guilty now. for that. Um, yeah, and I, he just keeps saying how much he despises the disciples, and I'm like, that's because you hate yourself. Holden, like, mm-hmm. um, you feel connected to Judas, and you hold Ali up as like your own personal Jesus, and he ke- like he's praying as he goes through that scene where he's walking down Fifth Avenue and he keeps thinking he's gonna disappear. He starts praying, but it's to Ali, and he's like, "Ali, don't mm-hmm. let me disappear." Like, he's talking to him like he's Jesus, and it's so I I there's a lot going on there. Ali and Allah. There it is. Yeah, so um, not as fun as a Christmas special, but definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sanctity is suicide. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I think that would be a really good essay. I think you need uh, to get a better grade than me. Um, <laughs> I think it would be considered more intellectual. I'd, mm, would I be able to write it is the real question. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. You would. It would be bad. It would be one of those uh, one of those 5 a.m. I'm drunk essays, but... Do you remember Mibs. in first year when you were running to get to our tutorial in time to hand in your essay? Because I had been wasted the night before. And I was leaving, yes. and I was like, one of those. run, Katie, run. Yeah, it'd be one of those. <laughs> it would be that. <laughs> Me cross campus, hungover, having freshly printed, like the ink is still wet. <laughs> the end of the end of the class. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. anyways, yeah. Yeah, this book is a, it's a moment, it's a time, it's a vibe, it's a... It's a, it's a, it, it's a catcher in the rye, which is, that's yep. a whole other, that's a whole other thing. The idea of being a catcher in mm-hmm. that field of rye. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Who? Oh. Mm-hmm. It's a cliff and he's catching. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine though. Mm. <laughs> any closing thoughts, Katie? Uh, any closing thoughts? I love this book. I love it. I love it. I love it. I cannot read it that much. I can't read it that much. This is the fourth time in my life I've read it, which isn't a lot for me. Like, you know that. Like, I've read... It's one of my favorite books. That one book that's I, a thousand. Yeah, and it's, like, 14 times I've read that. Like, I, so for me to read a book that, like, a favorite of mine to have only been read four times is kind of a lot, but it's such a hard Sus. read. It's such a hard read for me. Um, I mean, I can't imagine being read for filth. For 300 whole pages. <laughs> 300? Mine's only 211. Just kidding. It's 212. Oh. <laughs> so same. Your girl can't count. Same, same thing then, really. Um, I, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, this is a fantastic, fantastic book. But it is a very hard read. Yeah. Writing thoughts? Um, God, I want this as a Christmas special. Oh. Like, I think it would be so funny. <laughs> I'm struggling. <laughs> I'm struggling over here, like, not to cry. You're like, it'd be hilarious. <laughs> I love this for us. I love it for us. Um, that was, like, the Gatsby episode when I was like, ah! <laughs> and you were like, ah, pink. Pink, pink, pink. Pink, 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 pink. I'm going to focus on my favorite color. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, why, don't I, why don't I leave us on this, uh, this quote from the very end of the novel, Julia? Not to be like pretentious. Okay, because I was gonna say like let's catch this rye gamers, but you leave us. Oh no, let's catch this rye gamers, but it's funny. <laughs> Don't tell anybody anything. If you do, you start missing any everybody. He was right. He was he right. Fuck right. original yeah. sage. So that's us. I'm Julia. That's Katie. She's insane. Yeah. I'm insane, but also she's feeling a lot of feelings. Uh, this has been getting literate. I hope you're as drunk as we are, or else, ooh, rough listening to this sober. But stay uh, real, bitches. <laughs> stay real. Don't be phony. Good night. 
This has been an episode of Getting Literate with Julia Honadel and Katie McCullough. Be sure to follow us on social media at Getting Literate on all platforms. And follow the podcast from wherever you're listening for more opportunities to get lit and get literate. Thank <laughs> you.